Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 14, verses 1 and 2. We're in a section of Mark right now where every section is paralleled almost verbatim in the book of Matthew. Of course, we already did our devotions in Matthew, so each day I'm kind of burdened with this question, should I do a devotion on this particular text, or should I refer people back to the devotion that we did on the parallel text in Matthew? If I am going to do a devotion, what should I say that would be different from what we already said? And so we're caught in this cycle where we skip a few sections and point you back to Matthew until something jumps out at me that we should handle in a way that's different than what we talked about in the book of Matthew. So anyway, we're going to skip three sections from where we just left off yesterday. And those three sections have devotions from the texts that are similar to them in the book of Matthew. It starts in Matthew 24, 29 through 31, episode 565, and goes through Matthew 24, verses 36 through 51, episode 567. So go back and listen to 565, 566, and 5 67. If you want to hear devotions about the texts in Mark that we're skipping over to get to chapter 14, verse 1. Let's jump in. It was now two days before the Passover, the feast of unleavened bread, and the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to arrest him by stealth and kill him. For they said, not during the feast, lest there be an uproar from the people. So a bunch of people are coming into Jerusalem, and the chief priests and the scribes understand that Jesus has some support from among the rank and file Jews that are there to to celebrate the Passover. So they're not wanting to cause an uprising, so they want to do this not during the feast. Well, that's just coming up in a couple days, so they got to get their dirty work done quick. Now, here's where I want to land in this devotion. In an attempt to be calculated and measured in their approach, the chief priests and the scribes played right into God's hand. The timing of Jesus' arrest and crucifixion lined up exactly with where God had placed it on the timeline from the beginning of time. These scribes and Pharisees think they're clever. They think they're strategizing the best way to go about this. God has had this mapped out from day one. And the reason I want to land here is because sometimes we think we're kind of clever too. While God has given us responsibility to make decisions throughout our daily lives, he knows the decisions we're going to make ahead of time and they fit in line with his plan. I may have labored over which text to do today's devotion on and what to say. From my side of the equation, I decided to skip the three that we skipped and I'm deciding to say the things that I'm saying now. From God's side of the equation, that's been the way it was going to be all along. Now, if you take what I'm saying the wrong way and apply it the wrong way, you can become fatalistic very quickly and think that nothing you do has any ultimate significance, and that's not the direction we're going. The reason I bring this all up is just to share an example from Scripture where scheming guys who thought that they were in control of how things were going to play out actually weren't in control. God was still in control, and today, friend, he's still in control. You remember that President George W. Bush was infamous for his vernacular and misspeaking or pronouncing words and missaying phrases. There was a time in his presidency when Donald Rumsfeld, the Secretary of Defense, was coming under fire. President Bush came to the podium in the Rose Garden to defend him and tell the media that despite the criticism coming toward Rumsfeld, Bush was going to keep him in his post. Bush famously said, because I'm the decider. He got a lot of laughs and took a lot of jabs 
times for seeming to invent a word, the decider, on the fly that doesn't really get used by presidents very often. The reason I mention that is because it came to my mind as I was reading this. Regardless of our schemes or our plans or how we think it should work out best, God's the decider. God's the one who's sovereign. God's the one who knows the beginning from the end. And yes, somehow the decisions we make, the strategery, to use another Bushism, the planning ahead, the intentionality, somehow God uses all of that in the midst of his plan. But at the end of the day, nothing's going to happen that he doesn't allow to happen. And in the case of the arrest, crucifixion, and burial, and resurrection of Christ, these guys didn't only not thwart God's plan, but they played right into it. This should give us great confidence and peace. For if the Lord is able to use the evil intentions of wrong-minded people for his purposes, how much more will he use the noble intentions of those of us who follow Christ and try our best to do what he wants us to do each day and throughout our lives? I know people who are paralyzed by fear of making a wrong decision. Boy, as long as we're not talking about something that is clearly sin, I don't know that we can make a wrong decision if we're seeking the Lord's will and trying to obey him to the best of our abilities. These guys are playing checkers by saying we don't want to kill Jesus during the feast, otherwise there'll be an uproar from the people. And God's playing chess. He's playing like 4D or 300 million D chess. All the while, these guys are thinking that they're somehow influencing history. Don't put that burden on yourself. Don't put the weight of the world on your shoulders. Let God be God. And then pray to him and ask him what you should do, where you should go, what you should say. Follow his lead to the best of your ability and trust that he's going to do what he's always intended to do through your efforts and intentions. Heavenly Father, let us rest in the fact that your ways are higher than our ways. The fact that a man might make plans, but that the Lord directs his steps. The fact that you're sovereign, you're all-knowing, and despite our weakness, you've chosen to use what meager attempts at serving you that we have to offer. If there's any Christian who's paralyzed by fear of making a wrong decision, give them clarity and give them confidence that all things work together for the good of those who love you and are called according to your purpose. Pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.